0: Hector and Lois are siblings who were both diagnosed with generalised anxiety disorder. Lois lives and works in London and Hector is a student living in Vienna. In their weekly podcast, Anxiety Calling, they'll be talking about different aspects of living with generalised anxiety disorder and how they get by in day-to-day life. Welcome to episode 22 of Anxiety Calling. My name is Lois.
1: And I'm Hector. And today we're going to be talking about school, our school days, the probably worst time of my entire life, which is saying a lot, I think. <laughs>
0: I've had some
1: pretty rough times.
0: You're right. So yeah, too, it's like definitely if I had to pick my least favorite 13 years of my life, it would definitely be the ones that I spent at school. Even though after school, like some of the most traumatic things happened to me after school, but still, I would still definitely count school as the worst time.
1: My earliest memory from school, one of my earliest memories from school is sitting, I think it was like first after the first two or three days. I was sitting in the third or fourth row and I thought to myself 13 more years of this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so this is a seven-year-old me thinking that. And I felt terrible because I thought it felt like a prison sentence.
0: Yeah. It's- it does. <laughs> it's the worst thing. It's like, I so agree with you. It's the same me. I remember just being so depressed when I started school, realizing... Because I also hadn't been to kindergarten, right? You went to kindergarten before and I didn't go to kindergarten. I couldn't speak German, really, when I went to school. So it was really hard. I didn't really like... The reason I didn't go to kindergarten was also because I didn't particularly like being around other children. I was a bit of a strange child. Um,
1: Well, I didn't go to kindergarten... As much as other people did, but I also actually I, I didn't go to school as much as other people did. I did Mm-mm. miss an awful lot of school because I, I hated missed it so like much. an
0: average of twenty days per year.
1: Oh, I, I topped that. I, my, I think my maximum was once forty days. Mm, in one wow! Year. I think the
0: first year I might have missed about that much because I got whooping cough, hmm. and I remember being away from school for a long, long, long time to then. But I think like the, it just started from the very beginning. It was. Hard. I mean, it was hard before I even started because um there was like, so just for context for everyone who doesn't know us, there are in total seven of us, so seven kids, and um I'm number five. And we all went to the same school. Mm. And so all four of you, so all four boys were already at school. And when I was then supposed to start, a group of teachers banded together to try and keep me out of the school because they were like, we don't want want any more of these people in the school.
1: Mm.
0: It's because like they'd had, and the teacher I was gonna have had had our our eldest brother and she didn't want to take me on because she didn't like him and she figured it would be just as bad with me. Um, And so mom and dad actually considered sending me to an all girls Catholic school, which is weird because we're not even Catholic. Um. So, and I, I remember,
1: remember
0: going. Any of this. I I remember going to the interview there with the nun, and mm-hmm. I didn't really. I didn't know what was going on anyway. Like as, I was a child. I didn't send any of this, so it was just like I went to the meet the nun. Um, but they didn't um send me because around that time someone just came into the school off the streets. And waited in the girl in the bathroom at the school and a and assaulted a child at the school. So, um, obviously, when that happened, they were like, "Okay, well, we're definitely not sending her there." Um, and so I did they then really fought to get me into the same school as you, all of you. Um, and they did eventually, you know, cave in and say, "Okay, fine, she can." And I remember like the first day of school my teacher just getting my name so horribly wrong. Mm. And um, she said, so my name is Lois, as everyone knows. (laughs) But she said, Lois. And so I'm sitting there and she reads out my name because we were supposed to grab our our box of crayons. So she read us out and we had to come get our crayons, right? And um, she said, Lois. And I just thought to myself, oh, God, poor kid. That's a terrible name. Mm and then realized she meant my name. And um, it was just embarrassing because then I got up and everyone was kind of laughing because they thought the name was so weird. And um, then I did like say, actually it's it's not Lois, it's Lois. And no one could pronounce it. Like none of the, t- the children could, like they were, they learned it very quickly, um, but not like so many of the teachers just refused to pronounce my name correctly for the entire 13 years I went to school they all pronounced it Lois instead of Lois, and it didn't matter. I I, st- I eventually gave up trying to say how it was, but then some of my friends would like correct them, and but they just they just flat out refused to pronounce it correctly. Yeah, that was, that was also a bit of a source of anxiety in school, <laughs> for sure. I'm not,
1: I'm not even really sure where to begin. There's just so many things, you know, so many parts of school that I. I found difficult to deal with. I mean, the amount of people, you know, mm. the noise, how, the, how dirty lots of the other children were.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. Yes.
1: And uh, how unhygienic actually, they were. How smelly. Yeah. I
0: Actually, thought I, about that yesterday. When I was thinking about what what I would what I would like to talk about today. Yeah. What's that? Because also just for context, I feel like most schools don't have the same like structure, but there are so there're five hundred children at the school, which isn't that much but it is grades one to 13 so we everyone's in the same school it's like tiny children are like six years old but also then at, when you're at like stage 13 <laughs> you're like 20 or 19 or 21 at that point right yeah. depending on when you start school like we started late we started at seven so by the time we finished school I mean I was like 20 or 21 by that point so you're all kind of in the same building with the tiny children as well yeah and I remember the the hygiene thing was a massive issue. I think I was um, actually possibly more neurotic as a child than I am now.
1: Mm, I think no, I'm still very neurotic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still very neurotic, but I'm not quite as neurotic as I was as a child. Like my as a child, I was the the yeah, the sort of personal hygiene of the other children was incredibly hard for me to cope with like just like it made me physically sick sometimes mm-hmm. like when they would like pick their nose and eat their friggin snot or you know the fact that they didn't they'd wash their, their hands,
1: hands. or they just put their hands inside their that trousers, scratch themselves and then they just yeah. you know yeah some children were very um i had i had troubles with that
0: and a lot of them didn't wash their hands after going to the loo.
1: Most of them were...
0: That was really, really hard for me to deal with. And, and and especially because we kept being forced to hold hands. Oh, God, yeah. Remember? We'd have to stand in circles holding hands. And I used to always wear long sleeve clothes, no matter how hot it was, so that I could pull my sleeves over my hands mm-hmm. to hold other children's hands. And my teacher picked up on this. And basically in a roundabout way without like specifically calling me out but it was very clear that it was about me was like talking about how antisocial it is to like not hold someone's hand properly, or because and then he was talking about some other people used to have who used to bring gloves to school and I thought to myself that's a brilliant idea I should bring gloves Mm. you know I just absolutely hated holding other children's hands and um basically he kind of made it seem like I was a very antisocial child, which maybe I was, but in retrospect, I'm kind of like, well, the joke's on him because now we're not supposed to touch each other's hands anyway. So mm. I feel like I was onto something quite early on there. That it just isn't that people's hands are just dirty and you have to wash your hands and like avoid touching other people's hands as much as possible.
1: I'm glad I'm not shaking anyone's hands right now, but um, I'm trying to think what there were so many things that were really bad about school. I mean, one thing which was hard for me was I just didn't see the, I think it was quite sort of, well, I think it was a difficult child, not in the sense that I was, I was disruptive or violent. I was not at all. I was very, very quiet and very sort of, um, you know, not, not extroverted or loud or anything, but, I just didn't do anything or not much because I just didn't see the point in most of the things. I was sort of very existential sort of child, existentialist sort of child. Because um I did I did do the things that I liked, but I just really didn't see the point in the things I didn't like. And you was hardly any way of forcing me to do them because
0: Yeah, because we couldn't fail. So you couldn't be forced yeah. to repeat a year. You automatically even that wouldn't
1: have bothered me, I think.
0: No, I don't, I think it probably wouldn't have bothered me either. Like that was sort of a thing was that was it did it was hard i think from a very young age for me especially just things i didn't really like doing um but later it just stayed the same and like it actually almost became harder for me to like do what i was supposed to do um but i also wasn't like a troublemaker or anything but i was deeply deep i got very i was deeply deeply anxious and i really hated getting in i didn't i absolutely did not like getting in trouble right so when teachers were nasty to me and at the very beginning it was sometimes like very uncalled for I, f- I still feel like my teacher who like I said was not that keen on having me anyway um, she got quite upset she got kind of like angry with me because she felt like my writing wasn't neat enough mm. and she kept like comparing me to the girl sitting next to me who was very neat and I just wasn't and I'm to this day my handwriting is atrocious I am just one of those people that does not have nice handwriting you know and I started very young with me and it didn't matter how hard I tried I just didn't my I could never be as neat as a lot of the other children I couldn't either and she was very and she was very much I don't know why but she made really upset and she kept like comparing me to the girl next to me and saying like why why are you so messy and why can't you be like the other ones and I just it was really hard to deal with because I couldn't, I couldn't, I just, I physically couldn't do what she wanted me to do. And there was also a teacher, I remember, oh my God, I missed like a whole week of school because there was a teacher who had issues with me and my anxiety about being, like she sometimes made me stay longer and stuff. Or if I didn't understand the homework and I didn't do it properly or something, she made me stay longer instead of just, I mean, it didn't matter. We were in the first class. Like it really didn't matter at that stage, you know? But she kept like making my life difficult And I got so anxious about it that I just, I didn't go to school for a whole week because I had like an upset stomach from how anxious I was because of this teacher.
1: Mm. Yeah. I had a couple of, I mean, I was lucky because there were a couple of teachers who sort of understood me and just, and sort of thought it was okay that I was only interested in the more artistic classes the,
0: it was usually the art teachers that didn't
1: mind but <laughs> well, like... i mean like the, actually yes the art teachers and you're right didn't like me but it was sort of artistic stuff i don't know okay or related like art history or i was good at history for some reason
0: i was good with my hands like we did lots of oh, yeah like of course the woodwork stuff, crafty class, stuff
1: yeah. At yeah,
0: the school. so like just like we didn't go to a regular school we went to like a I mean, it was a private school, but it wasn't like a super fancy private school, really. It was just, it was a, like, um, it was like a it's sort of like a hippy dippy school where you kind of got to do lots of. You couldn't fail right until the end, and you basically got to do a way more creative stuff than children at regular schools do. Basically. Well,
1: I also think about though, and I'm sure it was. I do remember that gym class.
0: Oh my god. Was
1: probably one of the things that caused me most. Well, that and maths, I think that mathematics, maths,
0: maths and 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 gym class were probably yeah.
1: PE was like was. I just couldn't. It was just so I was so scared. It made me so anxious. Like this group sports things, but then also all of the all the stuff you had to. Do, I just wasn't. I wasn't. I was very fast, and I was good at some stuff. But I just wasn't sort of. I was bad at sports most of the sports things we had to do there just because it you know um yeah (laughs) i just hated it so much and it was very scary and it was always being forced to do things that you would really didn't want to do like jumping off the three meter board
0: i couldn't i managed to jump off the three meter board but that was unbelievable actually when i managed to do that um but um one of the hardest ones for me was um high jumping
1: really I was good. I, that so, so
0: bad. They had to. They literally couldn't have the bar because I ran into it every time. So they had to have the string instead because it was just too dangerous. Because I kept running into the bar because I just refused to jump. I tried. I really tried. But every time there was this block. There was this block. This mental block that I had. That I kept running into the bar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I was so unathletic. It was so. I was I, just, I was it. good
1: at that, but I was really bad at and I hated what was like the when we had to do sort of anything where I had to be upside down, like gymnastics or somersaults or I don't know, um, like on these bar Oh yeah, I called? can't do a somersault.
0: I remember trying to, to like like I couldn't do a somersault. Oh yeah, one of the
1: most humiliating experiences I can remember as a child. I don't know how old I was, but I, I learned to do somersaults eventually, but I just couldn't do it at first. Oh
0: yeah, I can do and it now. Too. I just got
1: stuck on my head. Yes. <laughs> I was looking between my legs and other children were looking at me laughing. <laughs> just, God. I was just stuck on my head and I couldn't get over it. It was awful. It was, very, that was bad. Actually, oh, I've, I've, I think I've actually reached the point I don't care so much anymore. I just realized that. When I used to remember that. It just sort of hurt a bit <laughs> in my heart. Oh. <laughs> but now I just actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even care that much.
0: Yeah, I was, I was, I was talking about this the other day too because like, like, yeah, Jim was a big source of anxiety. What I wanted to ask you was, at some point um they divided the classes and like so when you were kids, you had like sports with boys and girls mixed. And then at some point they would divide up the class between girls and boys, but they would stick some boys who they felt were not athletic enough to be with the other boys, they would put in with the girls.
1: I I was lucky like that because I was un, I was ill when they when they did the the thing. So I ended up being the girls.
0: You ended um, up being sports, the girls. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I
1: finally that was great because then I, I I got away from our ex-military um, sports teacher who had been, you know, torturing me for years. And suddenly, I didn't get
0: him until I was a teenager. When we yeah. were split up, that's when I got him. Before yeah, no, then, I, I had the woman.
1: I don't know. I had, I had the woman. I can't remember what name was. But anyway, she was nice. She was... She played the accordion and she just
0: She was you know, really cool. She
1: was really cool. I anyway, felt really
0: bad because I was actually a bit mean to her and I once didn't I once didn't refuse to go to, to sport class for for half a year. For six months I just didn't. I, go. I, she
1: was I just think I was I was so happy when I when I when I ended up in the girls sports because I didn't I wasn't there to go into I wasn't I was I was I was, I was off school when, when the boys would sort of signed up for boys sports. Mm-hmm. And it's so great because, you know, for years I've been tortured by the, like I said, the ex-military.
0: He was like East German. East
1: German military. (laughs) Listen up. These people are not
0: mental health professionals. But I repeat, these people are not mental health professionals. Any advice or information given in this podcast is based on their personal experiences and is meant to raise awareness and open the stigma of mental illness. Do you understand me? Good. This message was brought to you by Sergeant Jim, the disclaimer dude.
1: And then it was nice it was a nice, um really nice um female sports teacher. And then, you know, it was just the girl sports, so we did sometimes we sometimes we did sort of dancing. You know, we'd like Learned yeah. Greek dances and stuff. I never like that. got to
0: do the Greek dancing. I'm so sad about it that was, now in retrospect because I got
1: it was the me, Dude, we did Greek dancing. Sometimes we played a bit of hockey, and she never forced us to play volleyball, which I hated. I was terrible I at volleyball. Hated
0: volleyball so much.
1: And um, sometimes she just let us do, you know, aerobics or you know anything really. It was great. It was, a, and she really liked me too because I was then into the dancing stuff, mm. and. Um, And that was great. I remember that was definitely one of the most relieving moments. But things from the age of seven until seventeen, I'd been tortured by (laughs) by that uh, gym teacher. He traumatized me because I was just, I just wasn't a normal, whatever a normal, but you know what they expected of a boy.
0: Yeah, I think also he'd had our brothers before then. Some of which were, like, quite athletic in comparison to us. Some of them. (laughs) Some of
1: them. But, yeah, I I mean, the thing is, I was, I mean, it's not like I wasn't fit because I was a dancer, but I just wasn't, you know, I just wasn't rough sort of. So I just didn't care enough to, like, do anything. I I wasn't competitive. That's the next thing. I just didn't care about.
0: exactly. I wasn't team sports. I just,
1: I, I mean, I was good at, you know, some of them. I was quite good at hockey, kind of, but I just wasn't competitive enough. And if you're not competitive in team sports, it just doesn't work. It's like
0: there's no point. Like I was just literally waiting for it to be over, yeah. and then I was like, "Oh, we're all winners. It's over. We can go home." Yeah. Um. Yeah. I had I had the woman. Um. When I was a child, and I feel and I absolutely hated because she did. Like the thing is, like she was she was a great teacher, and actually in retrospect, I kind of wish I'd kept her out until the end. Um. But when I was younger, like she did kind of push me quite a lot because I just was so bad. Um, and um, then at some point they wanted to split us up. And I remember they gave us the choice at first. And I was kind of like, at the time I was like, uh, I don't want it. It's like, I, don't, I didn't want to be split up. Cause I was like, I, I don't know it somehow it didn't kind of feel right to me at the time. But then when we did, we were forced to split up I couldn't believe that I ever thought it was a bad idea to be split up from the boys, except for the I loved boys, being split buddies, up from the boys' enough.
1: sport.
0: <laughs> it was the best thing ever. I couldn't believe the relief. I yeah. like and, and just the change in everything when we t- weren't with the boys. Because the truth, the, the simple thing is, they were too competitive. Like The way they acted while we were playing, it was like it was life and death when we were playing freaking hockey. The amount of times I was hit in the face with a freaking hockey ball because or, or my shin got smashed with a stupid hockey... Th- stick because they simply could were taking it too seriously was just ridiculous and also they always stuck me in defense they would never let me be like um at the front doing whatever i don't even know the names of these positions but like i was always stuck in defense by the boys and um i just sat stood there doing nothing you know waiting for it to be over and then when when it was when the playing field basically evened out because it was all girls plus a couple of boys I got to do things I had never done before. And I actually realized I'm actually pretty good at most of these, these sports. Like I was really good at hockey. I was really good at basketball, surprisingly. Um, Dodgeball was, I was really good at dodgeball. Um, I was pretty good at baseball actually too. I was, but I was shit at all the things like, you know, jumping far or jumping high, uh, running, absolutely hated running. Um, and I was bad at volleyball, absolutely horrendous at volleyball because I could could like I absolutely hated it. And we also switched teachers, and I had like the East German like military dude. and he did he did challenge me quite a lot too, but he also kind of that also meant that I did do things that I hadn't done before, and I actually found out that I was pretty good. Um, but the one thing that was brilliant with having the man versus the woman was... I could basically go up to him anytime I wanted and tell him that I had my period and he would just let me go. Yeah. Because he freaked out whenever like he was not particularly, you know, hmm, how do I say? Well, <laughs> I don't know, really didn't know how to deal with women, I guess. Mm. And so if I told him that I had my period. And I didn't want, and I just didn't want to do whatever. Then he would just say, "Okay, just just go." But she would tell me, and and the thing is, like, I did, to, to be fair, like, I wasn't lying. Often I was in incredible pain, but she would always be like, "Oh no, 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 this is good. You, should... <laughs> it's good for you. <laughs> it's good for you to move about if you're on your period." And that was really infuriated me. I was like, "How? God damn it!" But with him, it was like easy for me to just like, I could, any time I could get out of sports by saying that, which I did definitely abuse sometimes as well. Mm. Because I hated it just so damn much. And it was, it was at the end of the day. Why would they do put it at the end of the day when you're already exhausted and just want to go home?
1: Yeah, it doesn't make much sense. Um, but um, other than that, I think if you are someone who's anxious, I think there's so many parts which are real problem of of going to school. First of all, is the thing that you have to do it. You legally mm. have to go to school, at
0: mm-hmm. least in Germany
1: where we grew up. You had to go to school. That was one problem. For and, at least
0: ten years, you had to.
1: Yeah, for ten years you had to. That was one thing. But the other one, another problem was, for me. So I think for someone with an anxiety disorder, like it's like the the thing that you can't get out of it is a, is something that made me anxious. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, the fact that you're just, you are mixed with people. I mean, the great thing about university is if you are lucky enough to be able to study something that you chose, mm-hmm. you're probably going to end up with people who have slightly similar interests, or so it's easier to find people the same as you. But at school, it can happen that you just literally have nothing in common with anyone in your class. Yeah. And you're lucky if you find one person you really like, and um or two. And I mean, I was lucky there were two or three people that i, I mean, still, you know, still like very much and still in contact with but um, but there were more than enough people who I just thought to myself, eventually I thought, I've, you know, I don't even remember them anymore. I, I would, or I, I wouldn't have to, it wouldn't bother me if I never bumped into them again, not because they weren't particularly nasty, I mean, some were but it's just, you know, just nothing, nothing in common. Mm. Yeah, I that's, think that's difficult you know
0: it is hard and I think something that like people have like commented on with me was like because there was supposed to be a school reunion this this um I
1: never go to those a
0: class reunion this last year but obviously didn't happen because of COVID which to me actually there was a sense of relief in that because I was dreading it because I was like thinking like is there a way I could not do this um because I like, live in another country so like obviously there is perfect good reason not to go but, like, sometimes, like, I've been called out, and it's like, oh, you don't, like, why don't you have any contact with the people you went to school Like, And I do with some. I am in contact with some people who I was close with, who I, you know, I'm still friends with. I am in contact with them. Um, but other ones are not so. And I don't, like, go out of my way to. And often I was, like, asked, especially, like, straight after school, because I was kind of like, okay, well, you know, that was that. Bye. And people were kind of meeting all the time. And I was like, why aren't you, you know, why why aren't you doing that? Why have you lost touch so quickly? Mm. I was kind of well... It was like 30, at the beginning we were like almost 40 people randomly put together, bit by bit, people left the school, went to other schools, you know, switched schools and so on and so forth. Um, and now it's sort of, it was, but it was all random. I didn't choose to be with these people. It just happened at complete random. Some of them I, you know, was friends with and there were phases where I was friends with people and then phases we weren't friends and then maybe we found back to each other, maybe we didn't. But at the end of the day, it wasn't like, like I chose any of this you know Mm. and yeah fundamentally with most of them I just didn't have anything in common and I I was actually it was quite hard at the beginning is I I actually I didn't want to make friends I didn't I wanted to be alone
1: Mm.
0: and so and, and like obviously eventually I became more sociable but f- at first, I just really tried to stay away from everyone as much as I possibly could and not talk to anyone for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just for me it was similar. I mean, it didn't occur to me to make friends because I already had so many people I knew from home and it seemed weird to bother. <laughs>
0: yeah that's another thing like we making were making
1: new friends but um we
0: there were so many of us at home and also we we sort of hung out all the time doing yeah. stuff outside of like just you know what i mean we were just um and the things me it was it was a bit harder because like you and um you with 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 all of you except me there are very close ages like there's very close yeah. age gaps and then between me and you there are three years then between, between me and uh yeah, first younger sister. It's four years. So with me, there was an age gap on both sides. But with everyone else, they had like a one, one and a half, or, t- or the most two year gap between them. So they kind of had their buddy. <laughs> mm. And I d- didn't really have anyone who was like in my age range. Mm. So yeah, I thought that was kind of like I thought that was a little bit. So our, our two younger sisters are so close in age that when they were at school. They just like hung out together all the time, and um, they were only like one class apart as well. And so that was like
1: same with me and and our next oldest brother. We're thirteen months apart.
0: Yeah, you were just like you could just hang out all, to, all the time together at school, and I didn't really have anyone to do that with, you know.
1: Well, you So you know what I think is a bit us,
0: weird. Um, at our school, the first class for the first year in the break time, you were stuck in this little cage. Do you remember?
1: Yeah, you were separated in the second you, it grade. Was, we were separated from,
0: and, from all of the other pupils in this. I mean, it wasn't a cage, it was like an enclosure with gates. <laughs> which,
1: I know, but then the second grade would come and make fun of you.
0: Yeah, they would all like hang and out like and like tradition. throw stuff at you and things that like was, that. And there was
1: like a tradition that and then as soon as you got to the second grade, you'd go and talk to the first grade.
0: <laughs> I'm proud to say that I did not talk. No,
1: I didn't do it either, but um I did I did notice that the other the children that the tradition was continued for many, oh, yeah. many years. Until until I think they stopped it at some point.
0: I, I'm not sure if there still is that little enclosure. I mean, I, I think, think the enclosure probably it. still exists, but I'm not sure if they are still in there. It's also weird to me to think that when I was small, when I was like in started school, like that pupils were allowed to smoke in <laughs> in the break.
1: Oh yeah, there was a smoking when all the teachers like and students out, would were just allowed to smoke hang out together. Yeah, that was strange. That was, it was you know, it was the 90s, wasn't it?
0: Um, oh, it's just two thousand, I think. When I when I I was it was two thousand when I got when I first started. And of course,
1: school. I started in nineteen ninety seven.
0: Started in the nineties. I started in two thousand. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, you're right. Still, I um, think another
0: another aspect of our school that was probably quite hard for a lot of people, especially the more anxious, was that we had to do so much presenting.
1: That didn't bother me.
0: I was really good at it, but it was I it was nerve wracking every time. Like every I was just time. terrible
1: at homework, and I remember I just for me every single day because I was a terrible student because there were so many things i rather did I just all I wanted to do all day was read and draw that's all I wanted to do and I'd be I'd have been happy if I had all of, that's all I had to do and it was basically what I did do most of the time mm. and then and then I started dancing but um I just remember every day I hadn't done something and somehow I don't know how I passed the first nine years without ever doing anything I did do sometimes <laughs> do something but somehow I always got through but it's like every single day was was um
0: was a struggle it was like completely
1: nerve-wracking because i was you know knew that at some point i was going to get caught up because i just i could never manage all the homework that we had to do because i had so many other things that i felt were more important
0: uh i think also sometimes it just was a ridiculous amount of homework like sometimes you'd have have english homework also i just refused to do english homework because i was like well why would i do english homework i'm english like why would i do that that Makes no yeah, sense. but I had teachers who like gave. I once had like a six in English. Did
1: <laughs> you didn't do homework?
0: Because I didn't do my homework, I had like a five or something, and I was so furious at the teacher because I was like, "How dare you? Like, you know, I'm better than all of these children at English. You know, I don't need to do anything in order to like. I could pass an abitur test at this point. Like, I could do my A levels in English at this point. Why are you? Why are you forcing me to do these things like filling out blanks? on a piece of paper where you need me to fit in verbs. Why are you making me do that? You know that I can already do it without even having to know why I'm doing it the way that I'm doing it. I just know what's right, you know? Yeah. And so I had some issues with some, but then I had, at the very end, I had um, I had a great English teacher who just literally just let me do whatever. And I d- he just didn't care what I did. Was he
1: also the choir teacher?
0: Yes. He oh, was, he was great. Best.
1: He was one of the best teachers I've ever had.
0: He was so great, but I feel it's so weird because like he started out and I just had him as a music teacher in like third grade and he was so like sweet and nice and I feel like we broke him because we were so mean to him and he he was so patient with us, but I think eventually he just snapped and then like when we had him later on, he was just like a completely different person. (laughs) Mm.
1: I I didn't know about that. I just know that he was actually quite a good choir teacher as well.
0: Oh, he was an amazing conductor.
1: Yeah, Yeah, he was great.
0: Really? I mean, no, he was the orchestra teacher.
1: I think I'm friends with him on Facebook.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm friends with him on Facebook, for sure.
1: Mm.
0: He's awesome. And like in the last year, I had him at school. And he, me and him, we were like, you know, on the same page. He knew that I could do whatever I needed, you know, whatever he needed me to do. So he didn't really force me to do homework or anything. And it was kind of like, I sat there in the back. And then whenever someone, no one else in the, because I was like in um, advanced English at the end, obviously. And um, with some other people, like a handful of other people who were like pretty good as well. And um, whenever anyone, like if there was a time when no one could like answer whatever he wanted them to ask, then he would turn to me and then I would do it. But like, other than that, I never had to do anything in class. And that was pretty cool. And also that was a problem was I, when I was younger, I also had that sort of, That kind of arrangement with the teacher, where she kind of, I did whatever I wanted, and just sat there like looking out the window unless she needed me, or I would like draw stuff. And if she needed me, then I would like if she needed me to say the answer, then I would do it. But other than that, she kind of left me to my left me be. And so when I then had a, a different teacher who expected me to do work, it was quite hard. Like, it was it was I was quite annoyed at that because I already had everything else going on. You know, like French, maths, German.
1: Mm.
0: another thing that was like awful at school was the way you know (laughs) when you had a breakup with someone you were at school with I was never ever with
1: someone at school okay except except my last my first girlfriend then yes okay that was the very end but still it was only one year but yeah I know what you mean it's terrible
0: it's terrible Cause like we're also, also everyone sort of hangs out with each other, so you kind of have to see each other all the time. It's like it is quite awkward. You
1: know, if you're different, different in different classes, and you bump into each other in the hallway by accident in the hallway. Just, yeah,
0: so that was my issue. There's no like way I, of
1: avoiding each other.
0: I wasn't. I I I had so my my first boyfriend was at school and I was you know a teenager, and things did not end well. um And but I was so mature about the whole thing, and like. Sometimes I look back at that, Lois, and I'm like, what happened to you? When did you become so terrible at breakups? Like, you nailed that. Like, when he broke up with me, um, I was, like, so cool about it. And, like, he never saw me cry over him or anything. And I was just, like, completely just, like, badass. Like, oh, yeah, no, everything's fine. And then we we just... I just never spoke to him again. And, like, I changed my number and everything. But we I just, like, avoided him. <laughs> and, like, when he did see me, I was just, like calm, cool, collected, and, like, it drove him crazy that I wasn't upset by the whole thing. I was upset, but I just didn't, like, let him, like, see it that much, like, which, like, and when I think, look back at other breakups where I was, like, you know, when you get to that pleading stage.
1: Don't get like, to the so, pleading stage.
0: That is the most humiliating stage. But we'll talk about that when we talk about breakups.
1: Oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah,
0: we that was a thing where I remember, like, just being miserable because I knew we were going to have choir week. And all of us, the entire high school, was going to be together during choir week. And oh, I was going to have to see him and his new girlfriend.
1: We had to get wasted every day.
0: You got wasted?
1: You didn't get wasted in choir week? No. God. Wait,
0: no, I'm not talking about on the trip. I never went on the trip.
1: Uh, the trip was, was in, you know, you just got wasted every, every single day.
0: No, I never during went the on day, the trip. During
1: the day, you'd smoke pot. And then in the evening, you'd just drink gallons of beer and then you know it was it was awful
0: yeah I feel kind of sad that I never went on one of those but I feel I can't remember why I think I was anything. working or something I I, I didn't go on those. no I meant the regular choir weeks when we had like a concert to oh up.
1: yeah that was I quite like that though actually I
0: love those too. but it was like when you were going through a breakup with someone it was a bit awkward because yeah. everyone knew everyone knew everyone gossiped so much as well at the school It no matter what you did Everyone would know about it. You acted out at a party and made out with like three dudes. Everyone hated you the next day. It was like awful.
1: I never did that.
0: You missed out.
1: I didn't do that until I got to university.
0: <laughs> no, I did that at school and like it didn't get me the best reputation. Mm. You know, that yeah. was a bit awkward. And also that was like, so I'm not sure what it was like with you at school with bullying. Uh, like, I didn't get bullied personally. Um,
1: because we we made sure you don't get bullied, didn't yeah, we? Yeah,
0: like, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, anyone who did try anything, like, I just got one of you, and you kind of sort that, sorted that out for me. So no one would dare bully me. But there was, in my class, there was a massive problem because there was, um, at some point, when we were, like, I think seventh or eighth grade, this monster... Oh, my God, she was such a monster. She started this whole thing, which was basically ranking the people in the class by how expensive their clothes were.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of us, like some of the kids in the, in the class were absolutely, their parents were loaded and they did have very expensive clothes. But other children did not. They, you know, they were maybe like a single parent income. They did not have expensive clothes, you know? Um, so they started this whole thing, her and like a group of boys started this whole like bullying spree amongst the class and they would like single people out about and like, um, really, really bully them about what they wore and how expensive their clothes were and how poor their parents were. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it was just, it was, it was really hard. Um, they didn't single me out, but they did, what did happen one time was I, Uh, defended someone else who they were bullying. And then she, the girl, like told one of the guys, so it was just her and like a group of guys. And um, she then told one of the guys and then he came up and took my folder and smacked me in the face with my folder. And it was like, it was really scary because like she would she was like you know she just told people what to do and then they did it and i just never understood why like i don't know how she had this much power over people but she was just like anything she did people anything she wanted people would do for her you know Mm -hmm. and then she left though um i think in high school and she she then left and i was like it was the biggest relief that i've ever experienced because I knew it was just like, it was just over, you know? Because she also did like particularly single out my best friend at the time. And it was really horrible because she had a lot of friends in the class above us as well. She had had, like a group of girls in the class above us and then she had a group of boys in our class. And um, they were, my best friend at school at the time, her mother was, um, is Turkish. And um, they really like zoned in on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the fact that she was half Turkish and um they made like a huge deal out of it and they would like talk to her. Um or well, they like say like things to her or like sort of you know xenophobic slurs and so on. Um and it was that was really tough. They didn't really uh, they didn't really attack me personally, but I was like by proxy like <laughs> always there and like trying to like protect my friend obviously. Um But that was just like, it didn't matter what we did, nothing worked, nothing worked. They had like, we had multiple discussions with teachers and they sat down and tried to mediate and stuff. But she just hated my friend so deeply that she just refused to like see, she just refused to to change anything. It was was quite frightening. Like I didn't understand why this hatred was so deep, but she deeply, 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 deeply hated my best friend and uh yeah so when she left that was actually quite a relief and she left with one of her main henchmen but then he wanted to come back (laughs) and um apparently he'd made a deal with one of the teachers um that he would be allowed to come back whenever he wanted to but then they asked us like well what are your thoughts and a lot of people didn't want him to come back but he because he was like one of the main bullies as well like any of the kids who were like a bit different he really bullied the crap out of them and there was one kid who Like he was, he was, he was a bit different from everyone. And, um, basically he was bullied though, to the point of developing narcolepsy,
1: Mm.
0: like it was really, really bad. Like he was bullied so hard by most people in the class that he'd eventually, he was just, he just like, couldn't handle it and was, and developed narcolepsy and just slept most throughout most of the school day because he just couldn't handle being at school. Mm. Really, his parents should have taken him out. and I mean, honestly, I don't think it was, a, was. I don't think it was, he shouldn't have, I mean, I don't know if that's even the answer, taking someone and putting them somewhere else. It's just like, I feel like it was just, it really was not humane what was happening.
1: I do wonder why so many children do bully, because it's something that it never occurred to me to bully anyone. Um, but it seems, I mean, children are very cruel, and it just it just happens all the time. And they just, just you know, I don't know why they do it. Where, where do they get it from? I, I don't know
0: either. It's very, it's I don't know. It's, it's it is quite frightening. Another thing that was actually quite disturbing. I mean, I was um, lucky. I had
1: three older brothers in the same school because I, it's possible I would have been bullied. I'm not sure.
0: I mean, you I might just, have been.
1: I never was because it, I just you know I had like protection.
0: Yeah. But, thank, um, thank God. Like I'm so freaking grateful. I didn't go to the Catholic school and that I went to the mm-mm. you know the same school as you a lot because. I could just get go to you anytime. There was a problem. Now I feel like it was hard. Was I like that um, when our youngest sister went to school, she had a lot of issues, and it was it was actually really really hard. Like she had uh, she had you know the other sister who was like really looked out for her, mm. but she did have quite a hard time because and again it, the language barrier was a massive problem there. Mm. I was and I was quite lucky in that respect because in my class they were actually quite interested uh, by the fact that I couldn't speak German. Um, and so they did kind of like want to talk to me. And um, I did learn really, really, really fast because then I was also doing ballet and theatre lessons at the same time. So it happened
1: quite quickly. Well, once again, we've strayed away from anxiety. <laughs> um, well, not really, but... That did give uh, me some... It did, yeah, it, did, it did give me
0: some I think it's anxiety. the whole
1: sort of thing is just, you know, this this whole... All of the terrible things of being forced to... St- of being stuck in 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 a, in a place that you have to go to every day. The people you don't like.
0: Also, getting up so early every day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so to get up at six a.m. every day.
1: Yeah, for thirteen years that was really bad. That
0: was really, and also because I had like terrible sleeping problems as well. So like, I was always so tired.
1: I think I have just really, I'd done a really good job of just forgetting like the whole thing that the whole traumatizing experience. You know, it's like like people don't like talking about terrible things that happen to them <laughs> in their life. <laughs> for me, my school days are a bit like that. I just you know completely pushed it away to some. Like, a different life, you know, that is not part of mine.
0: A lot of it I have also, like, forgotten for the most part. And also, like, to be fair, like, I think about it a lot as well. It's like, I was so miserable at school. But had I been at a regular state school, I I think it would have been a lot worse for me.
1: But do you ever bump into people that you have, you've, you know, that you've re- only recently sort of got to know? And you talk about your school times. And then they say to you, those were the best days of their life. Yeah, I'm just like, what? How can that be? How can
0: had, yeah, I have heard that a lot. People are like really nostalgic about like, oh, the they good love, old times.
1: They love it. They just, you know, they think they could do anything to go back to their school days because it's like the best time of their life. And for me, it was the worst time. And there was just every day. I was just all I wanted to be was to be a grown-up who oh, didn't yeah. have to go to school, who didn't have to who had had my own, you know, income, my own, could make my own decisions about everything. I just, you know, I I, I can't understand how anyone could say it was the best time of their life. I mean, it's great if it was for them. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But I'm just saying for
0: I'm, me, I'm I'm naturally just distrustful. Of what I, people just liked I just can't going to school. I just can't,
1: <laughs> you know, what you know, what was different in their school time?
0: It, no, it was. I don't know. I don't know. I think some, I really, there are people who just did thrive at school. I remember as well. You know, there were people who just seemed to thrive and I was just struggling. Oh, one fun thing, actually, one fun, fun, fun memory of mine was we had a German teacher. <laughs> I was going through a really difficult phase and I was like doing something under the table and he thought I was texting and he was like coming to like tell me off and then he realized I was reading under the table. I was reading, I think I was reading the picture of Dorian Gray or something under the table. I was like 16. And then he was like, you know what? Just carry on. (laughs) Mm. It doesn't matter. He just let me do it in the end. But he was like, I mean, he was, um, he was actually, uh, he's a teacher that a lot of kids had a huge issue with because he was not very, I mean, he had an alcohol problem. He was actually quite, he was quite difficult. But for me, he was like, he completely turned everything around for me because he kind of like, humiliated me so many times in front of the whole class for not doing my homework until I like started to actually participate in class and do things and then I became like his favorite pupil and then I was like what is like a straight a student suddenly in mm. German Yeah. No. oh which was another huge uh, and there was another thing that was another cause of anxiety for mine was that so I, I did like do really well in his classes then but because I really put the work in And because I was, it was in German and like a lot of what we did was um, analyzing poetry and I was really, really good at that, actually. And I was really good at understanding, you know, poetry and understanding sort of like, you know, complex books and stuff. But I remember getting a one, so that's an A. So in Germany you have like number system, but that would be an A. And I remember someone saying, who didn't do very well, but he was also incredibly thick, but like he um, didn't do very well on the test and I did very well. And he basically said that the only reason I do well in these tests is because the teacher um, wants to have sex with me. And that was like something that I did get quite a lot. And that was very upsetting to me because I really did put loads of effort into it. So into doing well at some some uh, specific classes that I was good at and I liked and I enjoyed, I just did, did really well in. But it was quite hard when you became like a teenager and was, and um, you know, were, I guess, you know, could, I don't know, were then being sexually objectified by um, the boys in your class, like, that was, like, their answer to everything, basically. You know? Mm. I remember that was just really... That was really... And then, because then I part of me was saying, what if that's true? What if that is the only reason I'm doing well? You know? Which it wasn't at all. Like, he was in no way interested in me. (laughs) Like, in no way. And I was just actually very good at why you know very good at analyzing poetry and stuff like that it was just and I had very you know good like well thought out um I wrote very good well thought out essays you know um so that was obviously it was wrong but it was like I don't know that was that was that was just really 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 that's really stuck with me for for a long 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 time now still it kind of just bothers me that that was like what some people thought
1: yep well that's gonna happen you know i mean for me, that happened with me as well because when my last mass i was i was a very bad student till like the very end i suddenly got very very good in a very short amount of time and that caused a lot of mistrust and jealousy <laughs> and because some students have been revising for half a year for an exam and got and not, I got an okay grade, and i revised for a couple of weeks and got straight A's. Um,
0: You're also weirdly good at tests for some reason. I'm so bad at tests. I'm
1: really good at tests.
0: My anxiety really buggers up. And oh, we didn't even talk about the last year of school. That was like the hardest one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm good at tests somehow. For some reason, I just, I'm able to perform well when I have to.
0: Um for me the pressure just gets too much, then my anxiety just destroys it. And then I like also then the the simple f- the like the motivation, the lack, lack of motivation and like lack of dopamine in my brain, and like has led to me just being like <laughs> in the middle of a test, like in the middle of one of my final exams at school. I was just like, What's the point? You know, why am I doing this? And I, I just realized I don't want to do it anymore. And I sort of half asked the rest of my test. That's why I don't have an A. I mean, I do have an A in English, but it wasn't like an A plus. Mm. which is fine like i'll take the 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 a minus i think it was an a minus yeah which is like some people like that's embarrassing your english you should have had more than a you should have an a plus but i was so unmotivated while i was doing my final exam that i was like i pff, i just at some point just couldn't anymore i couldn't push myself any further than i'd already pushed myself
1: mm. speaking of pushing
0: um, oh, <laughs> nice nice segue
1: yeah i'm getting better at it i was really desperate this time i was just trying to just waiting for you to say something and
0: sorry i feel like i've I've actually talked a little longer than we wanted to
1: um we're gonna take a two-week break to regroup and uh, spend some more time on uh on our social media on instagram and we'll be posting some anxiety anecdotes so tune in there If you're interested in that, we will also keep you updated what the next episode coming out in, well, then, three weeks will be. Yeah. Um, Yeah, if you haven't already, give us a follow on...
0: Oh, on Spotify. You were supposed <laughs> to
1: complete my sentence. I'm
0: sorry. I'm 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 like so really need to pee and like I'm also like zoning out. So okay, give us a follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the usual places. If you don't already, give us a follow on Instagram because like we say, we're going to be having this quick break. So if you want to keep seeing content from us or hearing from us, then that's the place to go. If you are not on Instagram, don't worry. We will be back at the latest in three weeks.
1: No